let's jump right into the thing everyone's talking about, which, you know, mortgage interest rates were hitting uh, really the highest interest rates we've seen since 2000. And so that 30-year mortgage interest rate hovering right around 7.6%. And that's the big thing that everyone's talking about. Now, I think the, you know, where to start off this conversation is sort of what we've been covering week over week over week over week. And that is that until jobless claims and, and unemployment starts to go up, interest rates are just going to continue to be stubborn. Is that what you're seeing? Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, like, and, and again, we, we talk about it all the time, but you know, that by really watching the unemployment claims rise, I mean, that really is the last thing that these companies are going to do. Nobody wants to be the first company to start laying people off. And as an employer, like that's the last thing you want to do to the people that work for you. So it's, it really is, you know, the laggiest piece of this whole puzzle. Um, and, you know, with, with what's driving rates in the 10 year treasury and like mortgage backed securities and all these things, you know, the Fed, the Fed is, it, it takes about 12 to 15 months, you know, for monetary policy, right? They're doing right now this tightening of monetary policy to really start to have an impact or really start to choke the economy. And we're seeing that now. So a lot of, you know, where they're they're talking about, you know, do we do we raise rates again? Do we pivot? Do we do that? The the Fed right now is is very happy because they don't have to do any of that. The bond market's doing all of that for them. No nobody saw the the ten year bond rising as much as it has, and we keep breaking through new ceilings and uh, just just different resistance levels for these trades. And that's and that's the markets are essentially picking up on what the Fed's been doing. The hard part, though, that is really keeping the afterburners lit on this thing is that the Fed just refuses to acknowledge that the markets are starting to do some of the work for them because they don't want the markets to celebrate either and think that they're going to take their foot off the gas anytime soon. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And, and the thing that is keeping prices at bay with, with home prices, this is why we haven't seen uh, a, a decline in home prices. Of course, you know, uh, Kay Schiller just came out and prices just went up again. And, and that's just obviously due to, yeah, yeah. And that's just as a result of where we're at with inventory, right? And so if you look at the screen, we say, okay, last month's inventory, we're sitting at still 670. That went up a little bit as far as housing inventory goes. And so if we look and say, okay, last week, right? And we start to look at this, new listings that hit the market was just over 80,000. It's still down 6% from a year ago. But even if we look at active listings right now as of September, right, versus where we were at last month, it's going up a little bit, right? So that's kind of helping that. But it's still down 15% from, from last year. And so when we sit in a market with under a million homes for sale and month, uh, three months worth of supply, it's still very heavily weighted on the seller side of things, Steve. And I think a lot of people in the industry that are struggling right now just have no context of what it was like before. Because if you look at what's actually happening, right, with, with the market, you still see almost 40% of the homes coming, selling off the market within the first two weeks. You still see 
houses selling in about a month, which is historically, that's really, really fast. You still see a third of the inventory selling above asking price. And so what's happening, right, as a result of mortgage applications and, and buyer demand being down 30%, is there's just less houses selling. But the market, the housing market, prices are stable. A third of the market, just like I was saying, is still selling at or above asking price. The, the average list to sold price ratio is still 100%. Yeah. And it's and, in and favor of, of the numbers. sellers. Some of those numbers, the con to give it some context to those active listing numbers, those the, the tricky part of that is that that includes homes that are not completed either, you know, and so you have homes that are not done that are not viable homes today. And there's a, a portion of those listings that are actually under contract because you and I both know that every time a home goes pending, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's listed that way in whatever that data source is. It doesn't always happen. So a good portion of that number of existing listings is actually under contract, or it's a property that's that's vacant that's going that's a to be built, and we and we see that all the time. So it is. And it, going back to it, I mean, it's just the the housing market and the housing crash is just very similar. It's just that's like a supply and demand thing, and it's the most pure form of it because the last fifteen years new construction has been, it's gotten trashed. There's nobody building houses because we had so much inventory, which caused that the housing crash in 2008. There was no reason to build a new house. You could steal an existing home and take that extra money that it cost to build a house to make that house your own and build some of that sweat equity into it, which a lot of people have done. And even now, as new construction is rising and becoming more and more popular, it's it is in no way keeping up with the the number of households being formed. So it's just it's they're just not keeping up with the demand for the market. And builders even right now are starting to pull back a little bit because it's getting expensive for them to finance these homes. And they don't. This is like a commodity for them. They don't they don't have any emotional need to sell a home or a need to get a certain price or a need to do anything in a certain period of time. So for them as a seller, they're in a, it's a totally different perspective than an existing home. And, and so that it's, you know, that's, that's the part of it that that's really pushing prices staying high and to support you is just, it's a lack of inventory because we're not adding inventory to the market. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's exactly right. You know, and, and, and the biggest thing I think, well, one of the biggest things that we're looking at is what will happen. I mean, we're shooting this on Friday, September 29th. And we're looking to see, okay, what, what happened in the past week or so. A, a, a big thing that's going to happen a week from now um, is going to be a major, what, what I believe to be a major unemployment report coming out. What, what is that? Uh, have you looked at or heard what that, will, what that forecast looks like? I haven't yet. I'll, I'll start digging into that next week. So this week, we had a lot of the home data, which you brought up. And then actually today, we had PCE. Uh, personal consumption expenditures, which is the Fed's favorite, uh, one of their favorite, that and core CPI uh, are their favorite measures of inflation. So they were looking for uh, core CPE to increase by, uh, or headline PCE to increase by five tenths of a percent. Uh, that actually increased by four tenths of a percent. So that as a measure of inflation was less, uh, a lower rate of inflation than the, than the economists and the markets had planned on. And then the uh, core PCE 
increased by one tenth of a percent month over month, where we were looking for two tenths of a percent. So both of those inflation figures, which were big ones, and really, I mean, the bond market, the mortgage-backed security market, so oversold that they've just been looking for some light, you know, at, at the end of the tunnel, and uh, and we got that today. So we we you know, it's it's been a nice little bounce back for rates today. Uh, but that was that was the big headline number that we were kind of looking forward to because there's so much doom and gloom uh, about inflation. And, and we got unemployment yesterday and that actually came out um, far better, you know, far less uh, new unemployment claims. We were back at like two hundred and three thousand as a moving average, which is just a lot lower than um, than what we need. They need they're they're saying that to see a real break in the economy is like a three hundred thousand uh, unemployment claims number. So that did not help us at all this week. We've actually had a really rough road this week for rates. And then today, uh, seeing that PCE number came back and uh, it, it really helped us a lot. We, we gained a, we gained a big chunk back in the last uh, day and a half here. Yeah, that's huge. And so, yeah, to your point, when we look at um, just these, these unemployment claims to your point right now, um, as of as of Saturday, right? I mean, you're, we're sitting at 200,000, right? And what we really, you, you nailed it. What we really are looking for, all these gray areas are all times of, of recession, right? And so I think what, what the Fed is looking for are, are these for these numbers to rise just like they've done in these different times. Now, this was dramatic, right? This was the great recession of 08 and 09. You could see jobless claims at 600,000, right? Just to give the audience some perspective. And then you have the anomaly of, uh, COVID where no one worked and the government just paid for everything. Uh, but taking that out, we're sitting at 200, just, just over 200,000. I know that's, that's ticking up a bit, but that's the number you're talking about that we need to pay attention to for rates to significantly start to decline. Is that right? Mortgage rates. Yeah. And, it, and it's important to note that economic downturns or economic changes or, or things that change in these markets don't happen when unemployment rates are high. It happens when unemployment is at its lowest because that's when that's it's something that breaks that triggers that. So now it's it's just a matter of of what are we going to see happen and how long will it take? 